Wolf and Luke. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Ron Wolfley. Yeah, baby, bring it on! Luke Lipinski. The great Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Devaluing the word great if you follow with Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Right, it is hour number four of the Wolf and Luke show live from the Auction Community Studios. Phoenix Suns begin their season tomorrow at home, Footprint Center against the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, won't it be great to see Luca again, Wolf? It's too early. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Too soon. Yet at the same time. <laughs> yes. Um, there's no doubt about it. Luka Doncic and the Mavericks right now. Enemy number one, metaphorically speaking, of course, for the Phoenix Suns. No, but and look, we always talk about how there's obviously no accidents when the NBA makes their schedule or the NFL makes their schedule. But in this case, I'm glad it worked out this way because if the if the Suns open with like, hey, here come the Phoenix Suns, they are taking on the I don't even know who who's the I don't want to say Orlando again, Sacramento. Okay, oh, playing Sacramento, that's my go to like <laughs> Sacramento team. Like, okay, cool. Like, it's the opener. We'll be excited. But this is yeah. like we're all kind of thinking about Dallas still. Give us Dallas. I mean, this is. Can you imagine what the intensity is going to be like for Game One of the of the NBA season? Eighty two games, Game One. That crowd's going to bring it. I guarantee you. If you are going to that game right now, you are looking at your radio or talking to your radio, be like, "Yeah, we're bringing it tomorrow." (laughs) Think about it, man. And now all of a sudden, Javale McGee is going to be back as well. The physicality, the intensity is going to be out there. Cannot wait to see it, man. Can't wait to see how the Suns come out of the tunnel. The Wizards. That was the the just bland league average Eastern Conference team, and maybe not even league average. If it was, hey, the Suns opening the season against the Charlotte Hornets. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> When's the Dallas game? Uh, okay, but uh, along those lines, with the game tomorrow against, against Dallas, DeAndre Ayton was asked, do you have a chip on your shoulder heading into this season? I do that, I do that every year, man. Getting better every year. It's not one year. I think went by where I did not get better. I add something new to my game. Um, if people don't believe it, I show it. Um, other than that, man, I just try to do what's best for uh, the name on my shirt. Um, you know, whatever it is, I try to be the best in it. You know, and more. It's it's weird now. You can't even okay. say trying to do the best for the name on my shirt because yeah. on your shirt you have Aiton, you have yeah. Sons, and you have PayPal. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> um, Da, please tell me it's the the name on your shirt, meaning your name, right? See, this is once again. I, I think he means the Suns. I think he means the Suns. Which, to be fair, a lot of times growing up, you are conditioned to say that. You're 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 taught that that's who you should be playing for. This is what you don't want to do, though, Luke. You don't want to do it. What you want to do, Da, is play for you. Go out and say, guess what? My reputation as a man. It, it 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 depends on this game coming up. And once again, does it, DA? No. No, it doesn't. Of course not. But you want to Jedi mind trick yourself as to go out there and say, I've got to prove something every time I walk in between the lines on that floor. I gotta prove something. This is what DA's gotta grasp. What it says his play. And how he plays, what it says about his person, you got to take it personally. 
and go out. And if he makes it personal, if he does, if he takes that chip, metaphorically speaking, off the shoulder and sticks it in his heart, he'll take it personally. And he'll realize every time I go out there, I've got to prove who I am. Man, I, I, I know this is, I know this is legit. I know this is the truth. And you know why I know it? It's because of guys like Lawrence Taylor that I played against. Lawrence Taylor was the greatest. This is, it doesn't matter if it's basketball, football, baseball, hockey. Doesn't matter what it is, soccer. It doesn't. Well, your competitiveness is all about you and how you take your responsibility within any sport that you play and how you compete. It's the how you do it, DA. It's not about the, the the name on your jersey, dude. Is that the reason why you're up and down so much? Even because you get paid? You, you're going to be up and down until you realize what it really means. The name that you should care about is Aiton on the back of your jersey. Man, if DA gets that, it's going to be... Problems, man, <laughs> for other people. Problems for Dallas. Problem. I'm going to take some problems for Dallas. Uh, Monty Williams yesterday asked about, uh, you know, just kind of being over training camp and uh, the team ready to, to go out there and, and get started on this. I don't know. Are we calling it a redemption tour? We got we to gotta talk to Book and, and see what he's calling this year because it didn't go so well last year. This camp has been really good for us because we've played a lot. And we played so much. I think our guys are just chomping at bitch to just play against somebody else. <laughs> and um, I think that brings another level of emotion. Um, are we ready? Absolutely, we're ready. Uh, but we're also in this mode of getting better as the season progresses. And I think we have the group that can do that. Yeah, you know, honestly, um, I cannot wait to see how how this team goes out. But never forget, team is always about individuals first. It always is. You got to come together as a team. No doubt about that. But how does that happen? Where does it start? It starts with one, and then two, and then three. I think you can continue the process, Luke. See, I picked up on your pattern pretty quickly. It starts with one, man. There is no I in team. You just love that, right? Yeah. There's there no I and no. eight neither. Yeah, but there is an M and an E. Never forget that. It starts with me. What are you going to do for us? Man, it just, uh, you know, I, I, I just, the importance of this season, of course, for the Suns. And DeAndre Aiden, a guy that I respect and, and love, man, and I don't even know him. And yet I want to see him go out and do the right thing. <laughs> go out and play with force. Monty talks about it over and over. Play with force. What he's saying is it's how you do it, not what you do so much as how. Man, if he'll, if he'll embrace this and if, if he'll understand this, man, he's, 
he's going to be problems. I have not heard the uh, phrase habit stamina much. I thought that was supposed to be like, we heard it last week. No, I thought this was going to be like the thing from Monty and these guys. Maybe they're hearing it in practice, but I haven't heard it much since uh, since it was out there. All right, we're going primetime this week. You've already heard it once on the show today. We're giving you the chance to win tickets to both the Suns home opener tomorrow and then Thursday night football. So text primetime to 620-620 and listen for your name all day. One lucky winner each day is also going to win their choice of a Devin Booker jersey or a DeAndre Hopkins jersey. Pretty good deal. So text primetime to 620-620. When we come back, Kyler Murray spoke to the media today. So how is he feeling after Sunday heading into Thursday night football? Well, we'll hear from him next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Let's just add to the confusion. It is a Tuesday, but kind of feels like a Friday because the Cardinals are playing on Thursday. Kyler Murray speaks every Wednesday, but he uh, spoke today after practice. Because, what a mess. Yeah, yeah it's, just, I, I, it's hard enough for me to keep it together over here, and now I have all these this chaos around me in the football team. Here's Kyler Murray, his thoughts on the Seattle game after watching the tape of it. Anyway, like I said, I, th- I thought we moved the ball well. Um, you know, didn't feel didn't feel difficult as far as moving the ball. Just you know, when we get to a certain area of the field, um, we got to be better. Um, and we we can't continue to make these mistakes, uh, self inflicted mistakes. Um, you get a third and one situation, you get a false start and stuff like that. You fumble the ball. Um, you know, intercept stuff like that. Every, everybody makes mistakes, but we just we just all got to be better. That's the area of the field that uh, Tom Brady refers to as the red area. Is that right? Not the red zone? Yes. Although, to be fair with the Cardinals, it wasn't just the 20 and in on uh, Sunday. It was like basically basically when they got to the 30, they could just move right down the field to the 30, and then they just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Yeah, the red zone, too. Um, they have been pretty good in the red zone, and they were not good in the red zone, of course, 0 for 2 on Sunday. And that is a problem, and that has been a problem, of course, um, from time to time. Rams but, game. Yeah, the Rams game, exactly. From time to time. But overall, um, it hasn't been huge. What is it about a team? Because the Rams game in particular, and I get that this was a few weeks ago now, but they could move the ball right up the field on the Rams. It, it, like the, the Seahawks game, they just look disjointed offensively. But the Rams game, they're moving. The, it's a 16-play drive, 19-play drive. But you get inside no. the 15, and uh, we can't do anything. Yeah, you know, I think for this team, meaning the Arizona Cardinals, I think they need to run the ball and run the ball better, especially in the red zone. This is something that I've been talking about. Um, rundown situation, how critical it is for the Arizona Cardinals, especially in the red zone, to be a good rushing team. And with James Conner being nicked up right now and Daryl Williams, that's where it really shows up. The third down, uh, the short yardage and goal line situations, third and one, third and two, um, that's where suddenly it becomes a problem on a football team. And I want to see this team acknowledge that and at some point in time start stoking it north and south once again. And I'm hoping it happens on Thursday. Well, the Connor point is a good one because we all remember, what, two seasons ago now when they just missed the playoffs. 
one of the biggest issues with that year's team was, okay, it's uh, second and one. You may as well just punt. Yeah. You're not getting on second yeah. one. You're not getting on third and one. Uh, we're down near the goal line. Okay, first and goal from the two. You're not getting in. And that's why James Conner was such a big deal here last year. Uh, and, I, I, you know, nationally when they re-signed him, people were like, oh, look at his yards per carry. I get it. The three, 3.7 yards per carry, that's not compared to other NFL running backs. Okay, yeah, it's not anything. But it was the fact that he could get them a yard when they needed it. Yep. And, yeah, they do miss him uh, right now. Now, this is I haven't heard this yet. Obviously, this just happened during our show. Kyler Murray was asked about Cliff's comments to us yesterday about uh, potentially giving up play calling. It was yesterday that he would give up the play calling so that this offense can get going and win some games. Do you think someone else should be calling the play calling? <laughs> oh, come on, Doc. Come on. <laughs> you good? That's uh, pretty definitive there from Kyler. Yeah. Just saw Hopkins on TV and I got distracted because I was hearing Kyler's voice and seeing DeAndre Hopkins on TV. Okay, yeah, that would be a little weird right there. Um, Yeah, you know what? As a player, you want to totally stay away from that stuff. You want to totally remain neutral on all of it because one of the first things you've got to understand, even as a quarterback, once again, is that, hey, you know what? Do your job. Execute the play. And the play will work. Jimmy G. <laughs> just sorry. Just thought of Jimmy G right there. Right? You sound like Kyle Shannon. What did Jimmy G what did Jimmy G say? Your play stank. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he said something. Uh, he like said that. something, yeah. It was a little bit more profane, I think, at that point in time. But And then he went out and put up fourteen against Atlanta. Yeah, you know, um I just I I know so many guys um that would complain about the play call. And when I say that, I'm talking about over the course of 10 years. I knew about, um, I, w- I want to, if I had to guess, eight guys that would complain about the play call. Eight. Okay. okay. Over a 10-year period. Publicly? Um, no. I, I would say even privately. So, okay. you know, what? The, the play call. They would okay. blame the play call. I knew eight guys that would consistently do that. I'm not saying every now and then not saying something, but where where people would talk about it in the locker room um, a lot of the time. Not publicly, but in the locker but room. But where other people could hear exactly, them. Exactly, where they would talk the media, about it. But eight yeah. guys in 10 years. Okay, maybe it was 10. <laughs> maybe, you know, the whole wedge busting thing. You know, maybe it was maybe, 10. Maybe it was two more. Maybe yeah, it was not exactly. I guess my point is... Um, that's not a player's mentality, and it's not mine, and it never will be. Do your stinking job, and the play will work. Well, I mean, what Kyler said, so the question was basically, should uh, should Cliff be giving up the play calling? His response was no. All right? I mean, that, so that would be a proper answer. Let's see. Um, no, we got to execute better. That would be a good one. Um, uh, whatever it takes to win, I guess. Maybe but you're kind of going down a path there. What you don't want to be saying is the, uh, yeah, you see these plays. Well, how am I supposed to win with Cliff as the play call? Yeah, you know, Kyler, of course, is going to take the high road in that situation, I would imagine. And I'm not saying he was being insincere right there. I'm just saying that is the answer. <laughs> that well, is the median answer. His uh, A lot of his answers were along these lines, flat out, we just haven't been executing. No, we just haven't been, we just haven't been executing, like I said. I mean, it's not, you know, I, I won't, it's not the scheme, it's not anything like that. I know people want to point to it and stuff like that, but, you know, we got people, we got people open, we got, um, you know, runs and stuff like that, that, that hit, and then we just, like I said, penalty here, uh, turnover here, just, just little things that we got to clean up. The, the thing he keeps bringing up, that needs to be 
does need to be fixed is the penalty here thing. You're going to get yeah. penalties over the course sure. of the game, but yes. it does feel like it. And it, it, I don't think it really happens so much against Seattle. But that game was a little bit different, I feel like, even though in some ways it was maddeningly the same. But there have been a lot of games this year. Okay, the Cardinals moved down the field. Okay, here we go. First and goal from the 7. It's first and goal from the 12. Okay, here we go. Nice play on first down. It's second and 1. Now it's second and 6 before we even get the next playoff. And you can't be perfect. I understand that. But that has... Again, maybe not so much in the Seattle game, but I would say in the Rams game and the Philly game and even the Raiders and, and Panthers games that they ended up winning, that really killed this team. If your offense isn't rolling, you cannot get in your own way, and they were doing that. And until I see otherwise, I'm going to yeah. assume they're going to keep doing it. Yeah, you know, again, the penalty thing, you're, you're right about that. I, I agree. Um, listen, of course, you've got to eliminate the penalties. You've got to eliminate the mental errors that are happening going on, right? you got to eliminate... Um, the, the reads, but I love the fact he did say you got to eliminate the turnovers. He included yeah. the turnovers. He's thrown four interceptions. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's taking responsibility for throwing four interceptions. I know. I, I said this yesterday, and I may need to amend it a little bit that on the list of problems with this team right now, Kyler Murray. Is, is way down the list for me. He's still way down the list in the sense that, like, I don't see Kyler as a problem. I think big picture, he's part of the solution. But he has not been as good this year as he was last year. And no, he wasn't bad the first five weeks. No, like you he said, wasn't. he was just good. But, but he has turned the ball over and he's missed some open receivers. Yeah. And I'm not going to blame him for that fumble on that, that run the other day, but. That's not typically something you see from Kyler. Usually when he runs, he doesn't even get touched. He just gets out of bounds, you know? And if he doesn't fumble right there, who knows? I'm I'm not pinning it on him because he did run for 100 yards in the game. But uh, it would help if Kyler Murray... On the one hand, it's not fair to say, okay, you got to carry us. On the other hand, you're the quarterback and you just got $230 million. So... When when can he maybe just take over a game? He did it once already this year. Can he maybe do it again? Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. All right, we come back. We'll finish our rapid reactions to the uh, week six around the National Football League with the games we didn't get to before. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. around the rest of the league here, Wolf, and let's start. Oh, boy. When I think primetime, Monday night football, Thursday night, Sunday night, I now just think of the Denver Broncos putting up 16 <laughs> points every night because they're on every single week. Uh, this this thought hit me last night. Two thoughts. Watching the Broncos, okay? Three. One, I've watched too much Broncos football this year. Yes. Two, I finished their games and I don't know who won. <laughs> like that, They're the only team in the NFL. I finished watching it and then like an hour later, I'm like, I, did the Broncos win or did the team they were playing win? And three, that Broncos offense looks like they are waiting for DeAndre Hopkins to come back. <laughs> That's what it looks like. You know, it's interesting you said that because in my notes I put down the Denver Broncos are the Arizona Cardinals of the AFC. I mean, they, they really are. They mirror each other so much. Um, both teams, of course, two and four. That's disappointing. Um they both have dual threat quarterbacks that are 5'10. Interesting. 
They both have suspect rushing attacks that are up and down, a little flaky from time to time. They both have offenses that are underperforming, and they both have defenses that are overperforming, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to not see the similarities. So Denver held the Chargers to 19 points in an overtime game, and Denver loses again. How about this Sunday Night Football? I kind of thought this game would be better than it was. The Eagles over the Cowboys 26-17. to Philly is now 6-0. and Here's Mike McCarthy. Obviously, the start of the game uh, was in their favor. Um, obviously, we got behind. Uh, but, you know, I think like anything, the big thing, you know, we talked about in the locker room was, you know, just the, the emotion of the game. We, you know, you knew that coming in. And, you know, you got to be better in the discipline penalties. You know, we had too many discipline penalties. And we, had, and we had three, you know, three giveaways. So, um, you know, there's a lot of momentum, which, you know, you have in these types of games. You know, this is uh, an excellent competitive arena to compete in. And, you know, I, I thought we just kept, we punched back every every time they, you know, they hit us with some things. Did not think Philly would be 6-0. and Thought they'd be good this year. Did not think they'd be 6-0. and And if you look at their schedule, <laughs> they, at least on paper, they have a ways to go before they're going to lose now. Yeah, um, Philly's good. Philly's good. We were talking about that the week the Cardinals were playing the Eagles, man. You could see it on tape. There wasn't really a weakness except for their rush defense. That was a little touchy, a little spotty, but everything else, rock solid. They proved it by beating the Cowboys. They had a drive in this game, too, as Dallas started to get back into it, where Philly just ran right through them, much like they did against the Cardinals. And... Philly's the team. I'm, I'm like I said, keep an eye on them because they are basically running the Cardinals' offense, or a pretty good version of the Cardinals' offense. But yet they're winning every week. And here's their schedule coming up. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Bye week. Okay. Steelers. Okay. Texans. Okay. Commanders. Oh boy, the Commanders. Colts. Packers or whatever's left of the Packers. Tennessee. Okay, that could be tough. December fourth. Wow. Giants. Bears. <laughs> Okay, Giants, pretty good. Pretty good right now. Bears. Bears. Uh, Cowboys again, Christmas Eve in Dallas. Okay. And then home against New Orleans, home against the Giants. Like, there's not a lot of on-paper losses in there. Like, maybe three or four, maybe? The one one you might want to look at is the Commanders. The Commanders, now that they're buying Jalen Hurts, now that they're buying this offense, now that it's the second time they'll see him, right? The Commanders. Um, See if Ron Rivera might do something there. I thought the Cowboys, I, that, I don't like the Cowboys in general, but that defense is filthy with Micah Parsons. And Philadelphia moved the ball on them much easier than they did against the Cardinals. Think about that. Which just frustrated me again. Everything just kind of frustrates me because I was like, hey, the Cardinals played Philly better and should be an overtime. Cardinals kept that offense to 20 points. How many did they score against the Cowboys? 26, 26. they were up. They were up 17 nothing pretty quick, uh, it felt like anyway. Von Miller, after the Bills beat the Chiefs, boy, just let these two teams play in the Super Bowl. Is there a way to reseed everybody in the playoffs and at least make it possible? Bills get the 24-20 win, Von Miller afterwards. Howdy. I came up in this stadium a whole bunch of times, and I've been at the same podium. I ain't had no smile, so it's good to it's good to come in here and smile. It's good to do our job. Um, great team effort. Um, it's my first time being back here in two years. It's a, it's a great stadium, great atmosphere. 
um, it's just it just feels it just feels so good to go out there uh, with my teammates um, to work towards something like this and to come out on top, man. It, it feels good. It's a great win for for Bills Mafia, and we're gonna make the plane do backflips on the way home. You only hear a lot of guys start their press conference with Howdy anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he started that with Howdy. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Did he really say howdy? I felt though? like he said howdy. I thought he's just was saying something. Yeah, howdy. Hi. Oh, maybe. I howdy. I mean, you're Von Miller. You can get away with it. Okay. Uh, the Rams finally won a game, beat the Panthers. Did you see your boy Ben Skoranek with the rushing <laughs> touchdown in yes. this one? 17 yards. Here's Sean McVay. It really is about just staying on track. You're efficient with some early downs. I thought Matthew did a great job with some of the play action and the movement game on some of those early downs. thought our screen game was pretty effective. I thought the one to Cooper on the third and long was a big one where he got 22 yards. Um, it was good to be able to get Ronnie Rivers involved, got Malcolm involved in the screen game, and so those are things that are going to be key and critical really for any good offense to be able to stay ahead of the sticks where you're not in some of those third and longs. We can't have delays. We can't have some of those false starts. Those are the things that, you know, good teams don't do that. And we got to continue to clean that up. Um, and I'm not pleased with that, but I was pleased with a lot of other stuff. Well, the Rams just, they're done with Cam Akers. You see that? Didn't play. They want to trade him. Yeah, that was really, really interesting. I, we should talk about that as a matter of fact at some point in time here. Oh, man. What? What is it? Really? 139? Yes. Stop it. I've never, I don't think I've actually ever seen anybody do a real oh triple Oh, my take. gosh. That only, was only for the real movies. right there. Okay, next. Uh, I do not understand how this football team is now 5-1, and one, but they are. The New York Giants over the Ravens 24-20. Here's Daniel Jones. We're not shocked. No, we're not, we're not shocked that we find ways to win. I think we're... Uh, we're confident in what we can do, and we're confident in our in our toughness, our ability to compete, and find ways to win down the stretch. So, no, we're we're not shocked. I think we understand. There's a lot still out there for us. There's a lot, you know, we got to work to to improve on. But uh, no, we're not shocked. Well, I'm shocked, Daniel. And now the Jets and the uh, Giants are a combined nine and three. Yeah, you know what is so cool about it too, right here. Um... This is a team that'll pound your face into the dirt. (laughs) They are, we're going to run the ball. That's what we're going to do. We're going to attack the line of scrimmage and pound your face with a frying pan, metaphorically speaking. And it has worked beautifully for them. And what also has been beautiful, they've had leads. And a lot of the time, not all the time, they've had leads. And you're going to have to throw the ball against them. Guess what? That's where the strength of their defense is. Pass defense. Would it shock you to know they're number eight and number nine in passing yards per play and passing yards per game, respectively? Would would that shock you? Everything about the Giants shocks me other than Saquon Barkley being good. Everything else with this team shocks me. Driving around right now, name three Giants receivers that are active. Yeah. Off the top of your head. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know how many fantasy football leagues you need to be in before oh, you're man. picking up a Giants receiver, but they only have Sterling Shepard. So he doesn't count as one of your answers. All right. So uh, we come back. I'm going to say it, Wolf. Is Thursday a must win for the Arizona Cardinals? We'll debate that next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Okay, I know your stance on this stuff, Wolf. Talking about a must win in the middle of October. It's 
feels unnatural, right? Ridiculous. I reject myself in front of king and country for feeling that way, but it does feel that way. It does feel that way, and it's, it's, you know, it's ironic because at the start of the season, I was right there with you of if they get through the first six weeks without DeAndre Hopkins at three and three, then you're still in this. Well, they're two and four, but the rest of the division isn't doing anything, so you're still only a game out of first. So yeah. You're still very much in this. If totally. You just, if you just, if you the NFC. That's true. There's really only one good-looking team in the NFC right now. I don't trust Minnesota. Sorry. I will trust Minnesota when they're holding the Lombardi Trophy. Totally agree. And Kirk Cousins isn't throwing <laughs> totally, it to the other team. Totally agree. Then I'll trust the Vikings. But um, if you just if, like if you just landed here and you don't know anything about the NFL, you'd be like, oh, that's okay. They're not out of it. They're a game out of first. It's the feeling. When you watch this team right now, they feel like they're going in the wrong direction quickly. And we saw this last year. Kyler Murray today was asked if Thursday is a must win. Yeah, for sure. Every game is it's getting to that time where, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, you don't you don't want to uh, press that button. But, you know, we got we got to win. Qualified yeah. it a little bit. He did. He did qualify it a yeah. little bit right there. But he did say, "Yeah, it's kind of a must win." Um, man, you know, I I just can't do it. I I it feels like that. It does. It feels like this is a must win. Um, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it though. No, you don't have I'm to. I'm not gonna say it. But you say it though. No, okay, you go ahead and say. It. I'm not gonna say it's All a right? must win because implies... I'm not gonna laugh at you. Yeah, you if are. You you're say... already laughing. No, I just said you. No, you just I'm just saying. I, I can't laugh. break my own rule. This I can't is what do you just it. Said. You said I'm not gonna laugh at I'm... you. That's what you said. You laughed as you said laugh. I right. So. Um, an interesting note, Field Yates just tweeted out that Saints wide receivers Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry plus cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, not Marcus, have each missed practice Monday and Tuesday of this week, putting their availability for Thursday night against the Cardinals in doubt. Ooh, that's yes. a beat-up team. Okay, that is a beat-up team right there. You know what? Serves them right. I mean, honestly, you're playing you in the National see somebody Football else League. Suffer. Exactly. Uh, how about your injury report? Yeah, how about how about when I look at the injury report for a Cardinals game, the other team has more than like three guys you've never heard of. Right. Didn't practice Wednesday limited with rest. Yes. And then it's like the Cardinals, everybody's out for the year. It's, <laughs> That's what the injury report looks like when you read it this year. Here's the Cardinals injury report. Um, there's two pages. Yeah. Okay. Here's, Everyone else, here, this is on a three by five index card. There you go. <laughs> here's here's a, here's a post-it note with uh, with the Eagles injury report, and here's volume one of the Cardinals injury report. Maloney has the injury report. How bad is it? Incredible. All right, so for the Cardinals today, Marquise Brown, James Conner, Dennis Gardeck, Rodney Hudson, Matt Prater, Justin Pugh, and Daryl Williams did not practice. That's all? And Jalen Thompson was limited along with Eno Benjamin, Zayvon Collins, Michael Dogby, and Trayvon Mullen. Okay. For the Saints. Wait, are you sure you didn't just read the depth chart? That was the injury report? Okay, That wasn't the whole roster? Stop. Felt like the whole roster. No. All right. Next, now with the Saints. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Keith Kirkwood, Jarvis Landry, Marshawn Lattimore, Michael Thomas, Adam Trotman, and Andres Pete did not practice today. I went to high school with Andres. Oh, did you really? I did. Do you know his dad, Todd Pete? Totally. I love Toddy. Yeah. Todd Pete is one of my favorites, Matt. I could tell you some stories about Pete, man. Well, maybe you Okay, do you know what? Honestly, not now, though. Save those for right in the middle of the broadcast. Um, Okay, so it looks like, you know what? Fair is square, isn't it? 
look pretty square right there. They're missing some pretty good guys yeah. as well, and their injury report sucks buttermilk, so does the Cardinals. Yeah. Good. Okay, I'm kind of liking that. Get. You know what? This is the way it ought to be every week. Now, here's some of this. The one thing that doesn't show up in the injury report this week is the return of DeAndre Hopkins. He spoke today, said it feels different now to finally officially be back. It feels different. Obviously, I haven't been able to really participate in everything. So being out there, running routes, catching balls, feels good. All right, Wolf, how about some of these? They asked him how it felt to not be able to play and watch the offense do what it's doing. Frustrating. I mean... It's really, you know, only only one word to put is it's frustrating. And uh, what he is seeing is going wrong while he's not playing. I mean, you really can't sit. I can't sit here and give a synopsis of you know everything that that went wrong. Uh, I'm a player. I'm not a coach. Uh, obviously, you guys watch the game. There's a lot of things we can improve on, and I think we know that as well. That's a great answer right there. That is that is a veteran. That is a smart guy. That is a veteran answer by Hop. Love that. I mean, listen, I'm not, you know, and I'm a player, I'm not a coach. Um, that is an excellent job because he's right. It's a veteran move right there, too. The thing is, and I'm not, I'm not going to change my stance that I'm, I'm nervous with the attitude of, Josh Hopkins is back, that fix everything. But uh, it will be nice to see him out there, Wolf, because... Everything you throw to him, he catches. Everything. <laughs> it's good to have a player like that. Yep. Well, I'll just toss it over there. Oh, sorry, Kyler bounced that one to him. Oh, he caught it anyway. Yeah. Oh, Kyler sailed that one down the side. It doesn't matter. Hopkins still caught it. <laughs> it's just how hard of It was on three guys. Yeah, no big deal. Just into Better you know. catch by eye. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> we at, need. We need the better catch by in, eye. Right, getting involved. Yeah, there's no doubt, man. It's one of the reasons why you'll see Kyler Murray throw it up to him. Throw it up to D-Hop because of the you? confidence that 50-50 ball that we were talking about, that contested catch, suddenly is 80-20. D-Hop comes down with it. So, look at, um, he brings so much swag, so much intangible with him. And this is what I think the Cardinals have missed, a little bit of that swag. And it's interesting because I think Kyler picks up on D-Hop in the vibe that D-Hop puts out, the swag that he's got. And I think that's good. I can't wait to see it, man. I, I really can't. I, do I expect a lot from D-Hop game one? Yes. Yeah, I, I do. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no, and I was going to be no. like, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Yes. And, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Is it fair to expect a lot from him? Yeah, he's not coming back from an injury. He got suspended. Now, whether he should have been suspended or not is a different conversation, but he got suspended. He should be able to come back and play like DeAndre Hopkins. He's one of the best receivers in the last 20 years in the NFL. And not only does it bring a lot of swag, of course, to this team and a lot of confidence to Kyler Murray, but then there's just his raw ability and how good he is. And he clears up that coverage for Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, I expect the offense, the offense to be good Thursday night. All right, Maloney's got one more cut here on if, uh, if DeAndre Hopkins will be on a snap count on Thursday. He says not, so we'll see. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see how he's going, but I know he's anxious. He was up here today um, asking for the game plan and, and uh, excited to get out there. You see that conversation? See, hey, uh, one of the things I love about him. D-Hop, are you going to be on a snap count? Yeah. Not. Yes, not. Next. I <laughs> not. He wants to play. 
That's what I love about him. Boy, this team does need an injection of life into its offense, and he will bring that. We'll see if it translates into a win or not, but he'll bring that. All right, it's going to do it for us. Thanks to Aaron Maloney, Lauren Koval for Wolf. I'm Luke. we got Burns and Gambo next on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.